This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 143. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Hungry Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram, just like it sounds. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram also. Where you can find the pod. Where can you find Lost the pod? in America pod on I always Instagram forget. and Twitter. That's what Instagram we need. and Twitter. And every week we're doing these uh, one minute clips from the highlights of the show the previous week. So get on there. Follow us on their Instagram, on Twitter. On Twitter, it's Lost N. America? It's just that, a letter in. It's a real disaster. <laughs> we, I think maybe we should do a YouTube page as well. Let's just get everywhere. We have to, we have to be the kings of all media. Kings of all media. Speaking yeah. of all media, guys, all last week we babbled on and on for an entire episode about Patreon. It is now live. It was not a bit. Real. It's real. So go to lostinamericapod.com. There will be, I got this whole pop-up window going on now. I spent a lot of time in the tech lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, tech. So we, we got a pop-up window. <laughs> I went straight to Silicon Valley, got the best guys working we on it. tech lab? We do. We got is a tech team. A tech team, all right. I was Developers. down there. I was doing the thing that, um, what's his name? Who's the guy who created Apple? Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. You and Steve Jobs. But he, in you the know garage. that old, like Bill Burr bit where he's like, he didn't create anything. He just like told people what to do. He's like, yo, I want my C player but like the size of a thumbnail yeah and then they did it that was that's what i was doing that's what you were doing i was <laughs> yelling at the boys down in the garage I want this font times new roman i want that font yeah. so go to lost in it will pop up just click the click the uh click the little button there and then it'll take you to patreon you can at least see what we're talking about the number one thing we want everyone to do though for five bucks a month you get a weekly wrap-up show starting this week yeah so this Thursday and every Thursday, Cap, producer Matt, and I will stick around after the show you're listening to right now, and we're going to do a wrap-up show on the wrap-up show this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's tease. Let's tease the wrap-up show. Uh, we have producer Matt went page. to a wedding. Who no. is producer Matt? That's a giant <laughs> segment we're going to be doing, I think, every week, but at least as long as it runs, until it runs until out. Until we figure out who he is. I, I'm excited for this because I'm not entirely sure yet. He doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he's going to learn a lot about himself. We're going to find... This is going to be like Mark Maron. We're going to do deep uh, psychology. I, don't, I never listen to Mark Maron, but I, I'll take your word for it. Neither do I, but I think people do. That's what he does? That's, you just say it's like Mark Just, Maron, uh, and people uh, listen get, to it. Done. Producer Matt, no, but who is he? We don't even know if he has it. What does, does he have another job? <laughs> I don't know his last name. Does he so have a family? We'll start with that. <laughs> we don't know anything. Yeah. We just heard he got stabbed with a knife at a wedding one time. Oh, that's all coming up the on the show. Exactly on the wrap up show. Also, a segment into the weeds. This is where, because we don't have enough time to get deep into us. I want to talk comedy. Like, I want to name names about people I hate in the New York comedy industry, but I'm not going to do it on this show. Yeah, they're not listening. They, 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 you know, the people listens. you hate aren't going to pay the money. To they're not the paying Patreon. five bucks to find out if I hate them. Yeah, all right. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to hold back. I'm just going to let loose. And I'm, I'm going to be really boring this episode, free episode, <laughs> and really funny. And I'm going to name names, too, in all sorts of industries I've worked in. Oh, <laughs> in the- oh, 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 oh
Kaplan, on the podcast this week, we have stand-up comedian Jared Freed. There's a very important reason why he's on this week. Now, f- number one, he's a fantastic comedian. He's a he has giant pod. He has two huge podcasts. He has the J Train podcast where he does like uh, his, I think, dating advice type stuff. And then he has um, the You Up podcast on the Betches Network, which I think is some giant conglomerate, maybe like a blog or something. Not, he's not into you. Not like us. Not indie. No, no, no. It's ter- terrestrial podcast. Terrestrial podcaster. <laughs> He's a real terrestrial podcaster. And, uh, but they're both huge. Jared tours all over the all over the United States. He d- he went out and did our China tour. He also was in London recently doing doing comedy. So we're going to talk to him about. British comedy scene, what they think of an Americans, because he's a very American comic. Very American him, guy. He's, uh, he's he's fantastic. But also, the big reason we're having him on, he's going to Sacramento, playing the Punchline Sacramento, August 22nd to 24th. I ran into him over at the New York Comic Club the other night. He goes, Turner, I, I can't, I'm not selling enough tickets in Sacramento. I need a bump. And I said, you need a bump? You need a pod. Do you know where to come? Yeah. You know why he's not selling tickets? Why? Because he didn't. He, our last live show, we told all our fans he was coming. Oh yeah, and then he, he, bailed. he bailed on us. That's true. Our pot army got angry. Now we didn't tell them to do that. We're calling off the dogs now. This is a truth. Water but, under the bridge. But Myrna Sparks is probably picketing outside that punchline <laughs> as we speak. So, so he's going to be in the punchline August twenty fourth to twenty second. In all seriousness, he's one of my favorite comedians to watch in New York City. He kills every single time. He does a lot of dating stuff, but as a single guy in his thirties, it's hilarious. So everyone, get tickets to that. He's coming up in a minute. Before all that, Kaplan, let's get to Lost in America. Play the music. You're lost in America this week once again. Yeah, well, I'm for longtime listeners of this podcast, remember our old sponsor, Ents? Sure. Yeah, so remember we went to the Ents launch party last year that really catapulted that app into everyday fame? Oh, that also is, yeah, it did catapult the app. It also got me um, into the New York Magazine. So we yeah, old ben you benefited way more from that party than Ikram did. Ants did. <laughs> but if you remember, if the listeners of that episode were recapped to remember, there was a raffle, multiple raffles. They gave away shares of the company. They gave away all sorts of things. I remember. And remember, I won. I won. Yeah, what'd you win? I won a night at the Standard Hotel. Yes. In, uh, in New York City, the meatpacking district. Beautiful New York and City. It was, and for it took me... Uh, you know, months to track down this even voucher from Celeste, old producer Celeste. Yeah. But I finally got it. I didn't believe it was real. I just kind of ignored it. I had the heart attack. Stuff was going on. Finally, it's, I looked at it one day. It was expiring in August of this year. Yeah. I assumed it wasn't work. Called up the hotel. Lo and behold, it works. Real, oh, really? It's a real thing. So Randy and I had the, I had the, my, my mom and my sister watch the kids. We had a staycation. Does it still work if the company's now bankrupt? <laughs> a, the original company that gave it to you. You gave them the last nail in the coffin by yeah. actually using it? Yeah. I they got, Ikram got dinged with a bill They're just getting a bill this month. And yeah. they're, like, they're actually closing up shop now because that, that charge. A year after. I, his, his my mini bar charges just sent him over the edge. Oh, my God. So we went over to the Standard Hotel. Have you ever stayed at a hotel in Manhattan no. I, when you were, before you lived here? Uh, no. I did. No, I stayed at that one where they used to kill hookers. What was that one called? <laughs> the Chelsea Hotel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The one near your apartment. Uh, where there you was a hotel near my apartment. That was like a park. It was the, the homeless shelter. Oh, so, man. It was 2006. Mission. Anyway, yeah. whatever. It was over there. You'll know. I'll tell you later. Yeah. So, well, my, so my first observation is that they're just like this. I don't know. They're like, kind of like dumps. Like, they're not that nice. Like, they want to be shushy. Yeah, they don't have to be. They're in yeah. New York City. Yeah, so our room was like, it looked like... um. 
it, it looked like a boat. Like you were like in a boat and there was like a bedroom in the boat. It was like a wooden ceiling. Like where the comedians like stay at the, the bottom the of the cruise yeah. ship. The shower was like on top of the bed. Like, I don't know. You have to be in a, a relationship to have this room. Okay. Like there's no curtain. You just take a shower and it's like, hello world. Like the oh. windows. Yeah, actually, this is similar. Hong Kong's the exact same way. I think in these cities where it's so dense, they don't, there's no, um, they just, it's a given that they're not going to have space. Yeah. Right. So, and so they at least try to make it clean, but it's tiny. Is that what they did or no? Is it even garbage? It was clean, yes, but it was so tiny. I like how tiny. you're complaining about a free yeah. night stay at a hotel. Well, this is my observations. Is like Because I was excited. It was a big vacation. So sure. I packed a bathing suit because I was ready to go to the pool. I figured it was like one of these New York City like douchey pool scenes that nobody's swimming in. Everyone's yeah, like yeah, brunching yeah. around and drinking, but yeah. I'm going to swim. Yep. Maybe I'll bring the goggles, do some laps. <laughs> Randy packed three bathing suits because she doesn't know her mood and wants to like know which one to wear based on the scene. Black, black, and yeah, other black. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> also packed seven pairs of shoes. That's a whole, I'll, I'll post that picture on our Okay. Didn't know what we were doing, so she couldn't. But anyway, so then we get there, and I'm like, all right, let's get the bathing suits on. Let's go find the pool. Away we go. It's Saturday afternoon. Walking around. I can't figure out where the pool is. They didn't tell us where we check in. I'm asking somebody. They're like, oh, I think it's actually downstairs. I've been on, I've been in the meatpacking industry many times. I've never seen a pool down there. Go all the way down there. Because there, if you go on the website, you see like people lounging around. It says around something a about pool? A pool. Yeah, it says something about the word pool. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happens? It's called the no pool pool. This is they think this is hilarious. It's um, there's no pool. It's blue astroturf. They have a bunch of lounge chairs. They have towels. Everything you'd have at a pool normally. But on the website they call it a pool. You, well, I think it says no pool, but I didn't see that. Let's the get blue shirt. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's this sue. Is a real lawsuit. This is a lawsuit. And the worst We're part, in America. And the, and it's on the street. You're not gonna, who's going to wear a bathing suit? So all the bathing suits out the window. The, so people are lounging around uh, like a mini golf. Yeah, pretty play, much lounging around like a mini golf thing with drinks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and when taunting me the most is that if I go on Instagram while I'm at the hotel, it's like they know them the standard. So I'm getting like pop ups for stand other standard hotels that all have pools. They're showing me pools. Real. They're pools. just taunting me with real pools. Yeah, no pool. Um, a few other notes on this hotel. <laughs> I just think it's very interesting of where we are as a society. You get when you check in, they give you this little bag, and there's a um. There's a card with a direct phone number to call the local congressman. Okay. In like the district wherever we are. Call them. They don't have a pool. <laughs> to get <laughs> to call to call with whatever political thing you like. It's so like it's like a I don't know. Why? They're, they're trying to appease to like the woke traveler or something. Like who's calling their congressman on vacation in a place they don't <laughs> even live in to like talk about gun Wait. control or whatever they want? Wait, are you serious? Yeah, it was a card. It was like this is the number for your local in and there's the number wanna... to look up your your local yeah. In case you want to complain about like the gender discrepancy at your pool or yeah, something, yeah. While you're there, while yeah, you you have politics. You can't politics can't sleep. We need to <laughs> we, we need to while we're and we're like at a do- politics doesn't go on vacation. We're at a hotel that has like the boom boom room and it's like it's like a really wannabe douche. Wait, what's pl- a boom boom room? Like the club upstairs, like, oh, the, okay. like you know, it's like it's not a pl- it's not a place where anybody knows. What, no one's reading the New York Times. They don't give you a newspaper at the room. Everyone's There's on no, coke yeah. and calling their congressman yeah. at the if same was, time there was, and lounging around a non. No one's reading even the USA Today. At the non-pool, like, there's no <laughs> nobody gives a shit. But in keeping with that theme, they also are advertising that they have a poet in residence at this hotel. <laughs> I, so I really think, like, I have. I, I used to always think when before kids, I was like, I should as a writer, I should try to go and get a residency somewhere. There's all sorts of places, Iowa, all sorts of places all around the country. You could go to like a farmhouse up in New York State. But I think, like, what is who's the poet who would like be like, I win, I'm going to apply to be the poet in residence at the Standard Hotel. I mean, to take it back to the Chelsea. Like all the poets <laughs> used to live to be a poet, you had to live at the Chelsea and just slum it and have right. rats eating your socks. That was. 
was by and now that's a, where you could live. Yeah, yeah, but now to be a poet, you got to live at the douchebag uh, ch- uh, whatever hotel. This yeah, is you win standard. like a scholarship to live at like a douchey hotel that's like a shithole, but like is, I mean, we need to do this. We so need, yeah, we I'm going to apply. In, Anybody yeah, who's a writer in the audience, we need to get somebody in there. Um, because I think, uh, I don't know. I think that would be, that's much more character building. Who I think the answer to this is we, yeah, we go you can, apply to be You can poets. write great poetry about the AstroTurf and this and <laughs> It's fantastic. I'm in. And then, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a nice time. It was a nice little 24, but the thing is, is like we had, um, you know, when you have kids, you have someone watching your kids, you want to like take advantage. You want to do like all sorts of shit. But Randy, we packed so much clothes for this no pool pool situation. For one night, we had like a giant bag that might not have. We went. It was too big for a carry uh, a carry on on a on an airplane. We would have had to check it. Okay. And then wait, is this one night a weekday or weekend? One night. It was a weekend. Saturday night. Okay. But like got there kind of early Saturday. We were gonna try. I wanted to do a whole day Sunday, but you got to schlep this bag around. I just went home. And, and so, but my last thing I, my observation is, I'm, this is the dumbest vacation yeah, I've ever heard. And we're schlepping this bag around, and Randy insists on like because of my heart condition. Yeah. She's carrying it up and down stairs in the subway. Which is like, now I can't even, I'm like, first I'm trying to help her. And then I'm, there's no move that's right. Cause nobody knows I had a heart attack now. No. So I'm like, I'm taking like 20 paces behind her. Cause I don't want people looking at me like I'm an asshole. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't even know you. Thank you. But I can't be like, this is very emasculating. You got to get your heart attack vest back. I do. Or I need like a badge. Just like, wear it. Just, just as a prop. Like, yeah. Just so people know like you had a heart attack. Star David, that's not in, in, but I could wear just like a, like a heart. Like yeah, a star something. heart. Put a heart on my thing. And uh, yeah. We'll so what's that. the question? Is that the no? I'm giving you a recap. I oh, was lost. it's a recap. I, I, okay. I'm giving you some advice. Don't stay at the standard hotel. All right, no, unless I, you want to be a poet. Unless you, you want to be a free. poet. Yeah. And, th- and why? Could you call for the poet? Could you be like, I request poetry in my room? I, I should have. You know, they they. Oh, the last thing they did on that note is they gave us a copy of. Uh, it's like this is their other other theme political. They give you a okay. copy of 1984, and it's like no, steal they- this book. It's like if you take this book, ten dollars on your room charge will go to the National Endowment of Art or something. <laughs> It's like everything's a big protest at the Standard Hotel. But protesting what? These are all... This is like a wealthy douchebag hotel. I know. People should be protesting you. This is what... This is is modern resistance. All right. (laughs) So I'm giving you a summary. All right. Let's get to Jared Freed. I think he's hanging out. We got to get him in. We got to sell him some tickets in Sacramento, California. Jared Freed, come on in. back with Jared Freed. Welcome to the show. You got some opinions on the standard. I saw you sitting over there. I'm like, Dude, we need to get him in. I am literally foaming at the mouth to talk about the standard hotel. You don't understand. It's great that you're healthy. Yeah. It's good to see you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you look good. Post yeah. uh, heart, attack, heart attack, weight loss. I recommend to die to anyone. Yeah, if, if you're committed enough. My dad had a heart attack when he was like uh, 40 and oh, yeah, like yeah. a young heart attack. So yeah, I know that the, the minute you, you, you get at, you, you're like, oh, okay, good. I'm healthy. And then you're like, Wow, I'm really gonna go get, lose some fucking weight and look good. Yeah, are you, are you monitoring yourself closely? Because if you've had a dad who's had a heart attack at 40, I mean, not, not as to, not closely to... as I should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they told me if it's under 45, it's a, the kid's equivalent is a smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So like, my oh kids really? Are smoking we a had pack a cardiologist on the pod yeah, to yeah. explain to all of our because wow. uh, I should be going to the doctor right from here. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, number one question you. when Kaplan when some when Kaplan had a heart attack, our listeners' number one question was, "What does that mean for me?" Yeah. Of course, because yeah, everyone wants to know now when they're having a heart. 
well, it's like it's like this person is similar age to me. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, as far as like health wise, we're doing similar things. It's like, oh no, my own immortality. Number one is, uh, are you okay? But number one, a immediately after is now, am I gonna have a heart attack? So So you smoked a lot of cigarettes, right? Like people were like making sure you 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 didn't work out, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. a lot of coke, a lot of coke, coke Uh, once a week. We did find out that the better our cardiologist on the pod told us the better quality the coke, the more susceptible you are to a heart attack. Yeah, I did lots of shitty coke, luckily. Oh, yeah. good. Thank, <laughs> thank I mean, that's goodness. what I'm doing now. You still had yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I used to do good stuff now. downgraded. But you've been the standard in so New I York. I went or? to the one in LA, and I, I actually, I've been traveling so much recently that, like, there's this thing going on around the country, and I call it, like, the hipster Ritz. Mm. Yeah, exactly. it's like, it's exactly. nice enough. Like, the standard, basically, they've jet blueified everything. Yes, that's a good So it's like, you can, you get just enough. Everyone's going to do well, but no one's going to do great. Yeah. It's like a socialism traveling yes. because it's like social. Yes. <laughs> it's really crazy because you go to these hotels and it's like, you know, it's like, oh, look at they have like all at the standard. They have like this whole like menu of stuff above the fridge. And you're like, oh, look how nice it is. And it's like, yeah, everything costs money. Like none of it's free. Yeah. yeah. None of it's going to be given to you. The bed like kind of sucks. It's kind of a shitty bed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and But then it's you're like, like it's like it, on the floor of the bed. It's like not even like a frame or something. But are it's you like supposed a, to make it feel like don't complain because if you complain like the uh, bourgeoisie win or something. Well, I think it's like, like I, I think it's like you proletariat. I think you're kind of comfortable. Like I think like the, just like you said with the pool being like an astroturf. That's like, ridiculous. You kind of get a pool. Like <laughs> like you you can Instagram all of this and no one will know that it wasn't. Right. That they have cool looking drinks at this fake pool exactly. and you have it, and it's kind of funny in an irony way that we're not actually at a pool. I guess to some people, everything you call ev- it irony. You yeah. can save a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everything is built for you to look like you're doing. Well, exactly. but you're not like yeah. it's a like this, they have a they have a like the the standard in LA has a uh, or in Hollywood has a like a person modeling behind the check-in desk like in a glass case and, <laughs> just, and you're like just get rid of this don't pay this person and fucking get better sheets get you know, like, poet I don't need the my poet. shower hot yeah like is I don't there, need is there a all this in residence in LA or is it like <laughs> we I really there's a pool in the LA one but it's like one of those ones pool. people don't go in that's but, what I was picturing yeah, no one really kind of goes in it's just it, it is uh, when you were talking about the hotel because I stayed I've stayed at a few places like this where it's like it, it, it's almost like hitting the sensibilities of a certain generation like if you go to Vegas like at the Rio they it's like from the the, the 80s and and you can tell it's from a generation that was like that one to come back and go the room was huge. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like it, there's no reason for it to be huge. It doesn't have extra stuff. Yeah. It's just you want to come back and go. The room was fucking huge. Reno. I went on my bachelor party. We went to Reno. Yeah. Would recommend it to anyone. You own the town in yeah, 30 minutes. Like everyone knows who you are. I've been to Reno. And uh, <laughs> at, we got our room 75 bucks a night, double king size bed. It's huge. that's the thing. Each Everything. Room. That's a generational thing. Now yeah. our generation, it's like, yeah, you have outlets everywhere. Tons of outlets. There was a playlist in the standard room. They have their own built in standard playlist. That you can then like sure. link up to the music thing. And it's all, you know, Biggie and, you know, it's like all like, and it's just like the the political thing is the most hilarious 
That's fucking great. You can call right? your like, uh, congressperson. Call local, you know, congressman. Let, just wait, and then it's like so fucking 2019 to go. Yeah, whatever you want to call about. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you just want me to call about like banning gay marriage. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what you want me to call about, right? That's yeah, what yeah. you like. It says, it says, I should have brought the postcard in. If it's like share whatever is on your mind, like yeah, call Chuck Schumer right now. Yeah, give him a call. Oh, say whatever you want. It's like yeah. when people tell you to vote, they're like, yeah, yeah go make sure you vote today. Just, Not to say who you should vote for. Yeah. yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get like, out and vote. Yeah, get out and vote. No, just just saying that in a vacuum. Yeah, no, it's like I know someone who has, they started a political action committee where it's like we want working moms, we're going to get them to be elected. But mm. it's like we want a certain kind of working mom. It wouldn't be like yeah. Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so, don't, well, we, we, we don't uh, want uh, Vince McMahon's wife. Yeah, we don't yeah. want uh, Linda but, McMahon. Yeah, we're not encouraging all <laughs> single working moms. But yeah, Our poet in residence is a big Republican. He's oh really? uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would actually like to me. I'd be like, okay, at least Republican you guys have like champ. you guys took a fucking chance here. Like, you know, like <laughs> he's got this great one about how, how much he loves Marco Rubio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like that's a, you know everything they're doing, and it's like yeah, exactly. every at every turn you're like, okay, that's for Instagram. That's to look like a good person. Yeah. That's you know, and it's it, yeah, it annoys me. I've no. there's other hotels like this. Um, and I actually love this hotel. The the Claremont in Atlanta is kind of in this vein. It's just be Claremont Lounge is this strip club that's like a legendary strip club in Atlanta where it's basically like Roadhouse with that's a not the Gold Club. Pole. Is that right. the other one in Atlanta? Right? There's another yeah. one, but Atlanta's this is got the best strip club. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, but this is this is like the one that like people used to go to as kind of a joke. Okay, but now it's been reinvigorated. It's like it's actually like a feminist uh, strip club. <laughs> like it's owned by women. Like I've met the owner's daughter. Like she like now recognizes. I've been there a couple times. <laughs> We've I've walked in. She's like, hey, I'm like, yeah, this He's is my back. cheers. Uh, <laughs> I'm Norm, and then. No, but all the women are paid what like well, like they're paid on salary, like they're given benefits, I think. Oh, wow. like, I'm not, not speak. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. So four one K. But they mash. redid the hotel above used to be a place that you'd like hourly. You know, you would get like you know, you would sure. have like, you know, you know, pay sex by with, the hour. Pay by the hour and have sex with with with, with the strippers from downstairs. Now it's been redone and it's in this like redone section of town to be like Hey, welcome to the Claremont Hotel. It's like it's like a nicer hotel, and you can get a room with bunk beds. Ooh. So, and then they're like they do this thing, which is like the ultimate 2019 type of thing, where they're like, "Would you like a PBR yeah. when oh, you yeah. check in?" And it's like it's like all shit. Upstairs. To talk about later or to post on your Instagram stories, you're like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I know what we're all doing. We're here. so cool. Yeah, yeah, Upstairs yeah. is the AOC Super PAC <laughs> office. <laughs> and even like the, yeah. You can and volunteer to make cold calls. And it's like, the, the room is just nice enough. If you want to buy up, it gets a little bit nicer. But like, nothing is, there's nothing, like, I, I feel like we're going to this whole generation of like, no, if you get the, if you go, if you want the luxurious option, it's like, oh uh, yeah, you buy, if you buy like the room that's the suite, you walk in, it's just a jail cell. Yeah. Like, it's just a trick yeah. to yeah, get you. Well, no, we had a friend who, who was on the podcast who went, um, like, to say, what do you say, the Ritz Carlton in Thailand? Oh, the Four Seasons. That's the type of luxury that. The Four Seasons in Thailand. And as part of his uh, stay at the Four Seasons, you farm their field. Fuck For that. You forage. <laughs> you forage. Fuck that. I don't even know what that word means. Why are we, like, I feel like I'm, I was born in the wrong. <laughs> generation like I, I i stayed at like the the so i i, I stayed at the the ritz in um uh fucking cleveland and i was like this is what life should be 
Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. like it's like Cleveland. No farming like, there. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, you, you go like the lobbies on the sixth floor. You go up there, and it's like everything's nice. The bed is huge. The TV, you know, the the water's running at all hours. You're just like we're wasting water. We don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's like, a real division now in people types of people. Like the four season, like if you have can afford it, it's like you want to say the four seasons are rich. That's the kind of place. Or if you want to be in like like in LA, like the farmer's daughter or those yeah. kind of like hipstery little. It's crazy. It's like there's no well. It's also luxury, this like non-admission. Like, yeah. like there's these people that are. So so guilty of what they have. Guilt. Yeah, they're so <laughs> yeah. guilty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That they are, they're going to tell you that they stayed in a hotel. That they this like the whole standard is built on the idea that like yeah, there was no. It's not like we stayed at a place with a pool. Yeah, we had astroturf because yeah. we don't. We're not like those yeah, people. It's like farmed. you're those people because you just said you're not like those people. Yeah. And like, mean, meanwhile, they're very particular of telling you in the guide to the hotel that being in the hotel doesn't guarantee you admission to the nightclub. So they still got egalitarian. And then they're ruining like the, the books, the, the, the 1984. I it's saw, like, now yeah, I'm never going to read that again because it's like, you can't read that book now. It's too like political to read it in public. You're like, <laughs> it's like you're being smug. Yeah, yes. I have to wait like five years to read it if you haven't read it. Yes. <laughs> it's just because you should have already read it. You should have already read it, yeah. 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 We're not judging, priority. but we're judging. Yeah. yeah. Books we should have read in school. Now we're, yeah. So, anyway. what was going on? You were in London. I want to get to uh, I was in London, in England a little bit. So, I had this. So, the reason I'm staying at these nicer hotels, yes. I was opening for Michelle Wolf while she was going around the world oh, doing awesome. her, and her, she's amazing. And if anyone gets a chance to see Michelle, fucking go see it. She just taped a special. Get, you know, like, the, like a. Like gonna be like a legendary hour, fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but we went and performed. So I'm in this great position where I'm going and seeing the country, seeing the world, not having to sell tickets, not having to like worry about who's coming to the show. I just go up and do 20 minutes, and then I'm like, okay, good night, everybody. I'll be having a beer, you know. So <laughs> and are you host? Is it just you two? So just us two. So I would go up and I would start off the show, yeah, and then just do like a longer hosting set, and then by the end, I'm like, okay. Here we go. Come on, people. We need you. Like, get on That's board. Great. It was great. It was and so those much are fun. Probably, those are how big the event. That seems like pretty big venues. Depend on where we were. But, like, London. So we did London. And that was, like, probably the most exciting part. Because you're like, let's see how this goes in, you know, in another country. Yeah. She has an audience out there that she's kind of, like, cultivated through the White House Correspondence Center. But also, like, she's gone out there and done their late night shows and stuff. So, like, people were very excited. We did, like, a... Uh, Leicester Square in, in London which is like 400 seats two nights there and then went to cool. Birmingham and then Manchester and Birmingham was like you know 250 like a kind of a comedy club yeah. area and then Manchester was more of a theater which is like another 400 seat place but That's it was so awesome fucking awesome and before we got there like a day or a day early so I went and did like a club in London to like see what would because I didn't want to like go up and bomb for 20 minutes and then yeah, and then bring, and then go job. okay here's the your <laughs> yeah, hero you yeah, know yeah, like, yeah. so like also, and they also don't have openers there and it's a tough spot because they're there to see her they're there to see her and in England and and they're more it's more of like a we're going to see the person like there's no like understanding that like oh you're gonna get an opener or maybe a host or something like that so like yeah. you know Michelle would bring me out all the nights she would get on the like the god mic you know and just be like hey everybody it's michelle uh just want to let you know you guys don't have openers here but i do so this is what's oh, happening cool. that's good so it set me up as like for a win because otherwise like if you go to see cats like cats just start cats starts. there's no <laughs> yes. like jared free <laughs> doing 10 minutes More, before hey cat, cat, ever cats think be, about your penis when you're on the west end if you're they, not a, <laughs> if they had an opener it'd be a lot better yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy comes out, dresses yeah. a dog he's yeah. like you 
get the dog before the cats. <laughs> just like a hacky, just like bullshit. You were like, boo! Yeah, yeah, boo. No, we're cat people. Boo, mate. Yeah, so I, I went and like, the first thing I did, I, I messaged this club and it's like, you know, and they were like, yeah, we're doing a show, but then everything's just a little bit different, but the same. You yeah. know, when you do comedy, you know, like you go to China, you do comedy there. It's like, they're, we're yeah. all like, every, you know, stand up is American. Yes. And these people have taken American thing and like made it their own country. I'm not 100% sure in England they know it's American. They, uh, I yeah, I'm like not they, sure. A lot of the people I've met think it's theirs. Mm. Yeah, well, they have that kind of like. And, and we're but, catching up. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but like, I, you go there and you see the stand up there is fine. It's funny, but it's like it was. They do like an intermission. They're, oh the, yeah. The audiences are way more polite. Like they, I think, like I think they're like willing to let you. I think in London there's this thing like there's this thing here, and I see it with like certain types of shows where if you say a setup they're like that people don't agree with they're like no 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 get out yeah, get out. out you're done I don't want to hear another word from you you look different from me you look like someone I hate you've said something that it, they don't even wait for the turn in the joke right yeah you know they're like, I don't want to joke about this yeah, yeah yeah you've brought up a subject that I will not be listening to London kind of had that feeling for stand up where it was like where are you going with this buddy That's good. you know we're not going to laugh maybe like listen shit bombs but it was like it did have that nice feeling of where are you going with this? And then someone told me that Patrice O'Neill used to go to London and like I think he lived there for a while. I think I heard that too. And yeah. it made sense to me just by the way he tells a joke where he's like, you need a little bit of where you're going with this with He takes Patrice. some time. Like they just did something, which I think they do every year, that stand up, whatever diversity, whatever that thing is where everyone yeah. gets two minutes at Gotham. Okay, yeah, the, the diversity these, like, young showcase. Comics. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he wouldn't be able to two minutes. Like, what could you do? It takes two minutes to get going. Yeah, he, he'd be you know he'd be two minutes into. Here's why women are horrible. Before It'd be all he could horrible make his stuff. Point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before like, he could even get there. Yeah. Uh, the Brit. Uh, yeah, I was doing a show in Miami recently. I have a bit that starts by saying that Chinese people in China speak Chinese, and yeah. I, clearly that's a that's how long it is. Yeah. And then I I go into what I'm talking about, and this lady yells out Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, like, "What?" And she's like, "It's called Mandarin." I'm like, "Really?" Because I lived you. there I for twelve that. years. Yeah. Go tell them their language called Mandarin. And then it's like, "Wait for the fuck!" Like, and also, you don't do you think, think I know this that? is? Yeah. What do you like? I'd already <laughs> told them I lived there for over a decade. Yeah, so like, he's an expert. She <laughs> took a class not in college. Mandarin. It's called Putonghua, but like to you, <laughs> she took an Americanized class. It. I, I I had this have this happens with like. It happens with all audiences of a certain type. So it's like it, it, like the, we, we know that it's already hack to say the right is the same as the left. Like we know that. Like yeah. the, the, the same crazies exist on both sides. Both of those crazies won't let you get through a fucking joke. Yes. And, and it's like whether – so if you – so I, I mean I was in front of an audience that was very right. And I, there's a line that I said that I'm impersonating. I witnessed a cab driver literally yell, I hate black people. Okay. And, I'm, and I say, I'm I don't like, like that on the right. Well, yeah. And I say, I'm impersonating this person to then get to the joke. Yeah. And if you're listening right now and you're mad, you're the person that would get mad. Like I'm, there's a turn. Okay. That's how all jokes work. And I go, I do the impersonation. I go, I was in a cab and this Indian cab driver goes, I ha got cut off. And he goes, I hate black people. Indian cab drivers really Indian don't, have, the they don't have a filter. The best. Uh, 
<laughs> every Indian with an older dad just nodding in agreement. Um, so I, I, and then this woman, and we're in Portland, Oregon. So oh it's God. the whitest oh city right. in the country. I think it is. This, this, is, this is a left-wing audience now. Yeah, right. right. Is, no, it's Antifa-colored white. Yeah, literally a woman with half a shaved head yeah, and yeah, yeah, incense yeah. burning yeah. in the audience. Antifa. Yeah, she looks and she just goes, What? Oh. It's like, oh, the racist didn't check in with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, like she literally said, what? Like, as if, like, I'm like, this is the whole show. Is so you go, no, 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 he was Indian. Her whole, like, oh, okay. No, her yeah. whole value system is if you're one minority, you can't hate another. Yeah. Yeah. You're disrupting it with your joke. I, and... I just love the thought of her just like, like not on my watch. Wow. Like, it's like, I am offended. Yeah, and it's like, you didn't even, it, it's just amazing. In London, you didn't have that. It would just be more quiet. Like, what are you gonna do? What's you know, like, next? and it's um. Did they? That get, was kind of something I appreciated. Like, did they? Uh, I always I've, so I've, it's I've weirdly never performed in the UK, but around Asia, most of the audience have British people in it. Sure, it's like a mix, and they're always the ones who heckle the most. But then afterwards, they think it's like they're supposed to. Uh, afterwards, well, they're, they're like, hey, you really got me back. Like, they're yeah, not angry. Heckling. There was that element of like when you go into the crowd, they loved it. Like they yeah. because all their late night shows are kind of are just comics, you know, kind of just roasting shit. OK, so like all their late night shows are like going in the audience and like four comics just sitting on a panel just being like well this person's the worst you know like all their the the tabloid stuff is big over there so like I think there's an element of like they just love like the idea of like and someone getting just like flogged in the street, just mixing it up. Yeah, like but I, I didn't, I didn't have that experience where they were yelling out, and but I did have that experience where like the minute they got quiet, I would look in the audience and I would like make fun of someone, like to try and like just get energy going, and they like loved that. They loved like it. that was like uh, you know you could feel they were like oh here we go American telling us how we suck. That's like, all, oh they like that. Yeah, they were oh. into that. They, you know what? Maybe I'd always heard like, but this is like a decade ago. You know, like Tom Rhodes. Yeah, I say. He used to tell me that like they would uh he's like, yeah, like British hack is just when you're bombing, you just say America sucks. I mean there's and everybody's like back on board. <laughs> but yeah. maybe they it's like they've got the comedy scenes because of Netflix and everything have sure. they've been exposed to more of our comedy and back and forth. I think you know, but I, I think also like everyone's kind of going through a we suck period right now. Like except for like Oh, because they had Brexit. They have Brexit. That knocked them down on. a peg. Yeah. 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 Like, wait, there's kind of this we're in the same boat type of thing. Yeah, we're, we're all like, like nuts. We've got shit going on. It's confusing times. Now they like, got I, Boris Johnson. Boris, you know, I was there for when he yeah. was put into office. Oh, like, I was great. there for that. Yeah, so yeah, like right. it character. was very interesting. <laughs> We gotta get him on. I even walked like I walked through the town and then I walked into a Brexit protest and it's like <laughs> it's interesting to like not I mean I know what's going on, but it's not mine. It's not like my house that but is I'm it the same the beats as what's happening over here? It's very some would say they're ahead of us. Oh, like uh like Bre voting in Boris is kind of the reelecting Trump. Well, Brexit like, like, happened like six months before Trump. Yeah. And I always say that was the happiest. As an American living abroad around British people, that was the happiest six months of my life. Oh, really? Because <laughs> the previous 10 years was them all telling me that I was an idiot. American, just stupid. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. irony. It's like you have and all that idiots. Too. That was like the, no, they all, that's <laughs> yeah. like the number one. It's like this but, parroted phrase. But it's interesting because like I don't know enough about it to even have an opinion on it. So it's like, I'm like, I'm, I know where. 
I think I fall, but like, you know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't, like you were talking about like the standard, the people at the standard are like, they don't even get the paper. Yeah. Like everyone at the standard hotel just reads a Twitter line yeah. and yeah. it's like, I know, I get it. I, I know what's going on. So like, I feel like I'm more towards that. I've read a, 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 a tweet and I'm like, oh, I think I get it. You know, like when I'm it's just, so much more complex. I'm sure the that. hipster hotels in England are against Brexit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would call assume. your local parliament member. It is interesting to see something that I don't have any skin in the game but maybe some would disagree they're like well Brexit means this and this fine but I walked uh, up to like the protest and like I just watched all these people protest and I was like I don't know if I'd be on this side like I was like, <laughs> looking at the people looking at <laughs> yeah. them over you're like, yeah. I was just like did my flash like there's a guy protesting in a beret I'm like I'm not on team beret yeah that's team like beret. that's the same reason I don't like fish the band yeah, yeah 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 you know just like their audience I'm like ah this is enough yeah, for me look at these people and it's yeah. like then you hear about fish being like these like <laughs> like I'm sure they're like, great like train and like yeah. no sh like <laughs> yeah. damn bounce around the some, room I remember that lyrics. song that was good but like they they, they all did like their thesis on music like yeah, you're like oh yeah. fish is quite talented and knowledgeable <laughs> yeah. about their stuff but you're like but these people I, I call I say that about Dave Matthews band like, same thing Dave Matthews band you can't say they're a bad band but you can say you hate their audience enough to not want to <laughs> listen to their music yes I would never yeah. go to a concert it's exactly how I felt about Beret Guy, <laughs> Beret guy. <laughs> looking at me with the EU star circle on his head yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. get the fuck out of here loser <laughs> <laughs> get these nerds I'm, I'm team Boris you know Kaplan, didn't you, Kaplan got hit in the head with a after uh, what oh was God. it? At an at well, right into, after Trump got elected, that walking week, into a New Balance. I was store. walking yeah. down Twenty Third Street. I had to buy shoelaces unaware, because my dog, unaware of yeah, the my politics. dog had chewed up my shoelaces, and I was going to the New Balance store to see if they had them. That was when there was like a thing. The New Balance yeah. was like, uh, you know, they <laughs> the gave money the alt right. Yeah, yeah. They, gave, they gave money to Trump's campaign or something. And someone threw a shoe at me. Do we, like, under, do we really? I'm like uh, George Bush. <laughs> do people know how ridiculous that sounds? <laughs> For all right like, joggers, to just be like, yeah, well. Oh, you're wearing New Balance? Like, yeah. how ridiculous. Like, I don't even think people realize what they sound like when they say, like, you're going to throw a shoe at a guy <laughs> for walking I'm into like, a My a little murky in my shoelaces. I'm not even buying sneakers, guys. <laughs> Ask a question before you throw. Yeah, like, well, I mean, similar to that is like, I mean, I thought that was like last week with the Equinox and Soul Cycle. Oh, thing. I knew you'd have I mean, I would, I would oh, never my, join yeah. a gym like that. It's, but it's, yeah, with you. Well, the, the, the idea that rich people are like, they, that they other to, rich people right. would be would have different political opinions as them. Like, and then they're like, "What? I, <laughs> really?" And it's like, "Dude, don't put away this fucking song and dance yeah. routine." The people who fund these. Well, it's like companies. pick one. Do you hate rich people or do you want to like, spin for forty two dollars? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like you, you don't act like you didn't know things in your life might be connected to something that you disagree with. Yeah. Don't sit there going. Like, as if it just hit you today that a billionaire <laughs> might be on Trump's side. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, like, oh, I must leave. Equal. I had no idea this this $300 a month gym yeah. would, would disagree with my sensibilities. <laughs> like, what? Meanwhile, like the Planet Fitness, you could, the lead, the head of Planet Fitness could be like an alt-right captain and people would, would be like, I'm not giving up my 10 bucks exactly. a month. Exactly. And like, they wouldn't even notice. Also, all right, captain. <laughs> All right, they leader. Have captains. I'm the, sure the they got person, wizard, whatever. Also, called. the person they're mad at is 
owns all levels of gyms. Yeah. It's not just Equinox. Right. He owns. Oh yeah, and it's also he, the employees. He owns the Miami Dolphins. You, the yeah. Miami Dolphins. Oh, we can protest that. Equinox, Blink, and uh, and the New York Sports Club. Like he and my, and my building. I live in a related building. I have to move out. <laughs> so, like, like yeah, what trash are, the place. So also, it's like pick and choose. Yeah. Like what are we choosing? It's like you, you know. Notice how there was nobody protesting Blink. Equinox was a cool. Yeah, yeah. The Equinox are like, well, we we have to talk about this Blink. They're like, I have to get this done so I can go to my hourly job. Yeah. yeah. My, my wife was pretty fired up because she's getting her soul cycle classes this week without there's no line. I was like, I started taking. It's just such a like a preachy fucking flag waving bullshit thing, and it's like all to like look like you're good without having to do anything to be. I think good. he gets back to guilt as you were saying. The earlier guilt thing, yeah. Well, it's like yeah. uh, you know, I was at a. Uh, uh, a Red Roof and Plus once, and they protesting. They give, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you call your congressman? Protesting the Ritz. Your local uh, congressman yeah. was actually reading, there banging his mistress. Reading 1984. <laughs> well, like when you yeah. stay in a shitty hotel and then they ask you to hang up your towel to be reused, you're like, go fuck oh, yeah. yourself. <laughs> exactly. This is not where the earth gets saved. Yeah. I will be fucked. Yeah. I will take a dump on the floor. Yeah. They're trying to hide behind. They want to. They want to have less employees, so they want to have less housekeepers. That's so right. They're so trying to make like, more yeah, money. We're gonna make the environment better. Please yeah. help so, us. So what um, was it when you're on stage in England? What about the? Is there a preconceived notion of an American when you walk on stage? Ah, uh, no. That's a, well. They, uh, okay. when they, the, so the club. They were like this next guy. Like, you, what? It, what's funny is everything's different but the same. So like the person running the club in England is still the same dickhead who runs a show <laughs> familiar in New York. You know, like yeah. the guy who's got a lot of power because he's got this one hot Stephen show. Ross. And, yeah, Stephen Ross. Yes, Stephen Ross walks out. Ross runs up. Yeah, he's like, listen, half the money to ticket sales goes to Trump, and everyone's like, okay, fine, but we want some comedy. Um, but I, I, so it's like this guy, like he's like, uh, next up, uh, like he's doing like long amounts of crowd work and then he's oh, like the MC yeah yeah and then he goes and then the, he's like yeah you'll go and I'm like when do I go on he's like you'll go on whenever and I'm like okay well you can't just say and then I asked another guy <laughs> I'd ask another guy and he's like yeah he doesn't tell anyone you know like this is kind of how it goes I'm like oh this is a familiar feeling is he also the owner of the club yes oh, so it's like a whole I get it yeah 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 there's a whole comedy background but then so he brings me up and it was fine and then you know like I think they look at me and then you open your mouth and they go oh American like it does have that feeling. The best part about, you know, doing stand-up in China and doing it in England is that, like, you're automatically, like, a little bit more interesting. You know, sure, like, you're yeah. automatically like, oh, let's have, the, like, it's the reason so many of our political, you know, pundits are English. You know, like, oh, it's, no. like, it's yeah. like, no the one, accent. yeah, the accent just gives you credibility for some reason. Like, no one, no one's ever sitting here being like, John Oliver, that straight white man. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, who's he to tell us? No one says that just about him. straight white guy. Yeah, yeah, Cisgendered, yeah. I believe. But everyone's like, ooh, John Oliver. <laughs> everyone's like, pipe down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> our social commentator is here. Yeah, something <laughs> to say. Yeah. From the country so of world you, imperialism. You do understand why why some people move here or why you would someone would move there like you're like yeah. oh people are listening a little bit you do get that vibe well, like, I can tell you this that's why Turner stayed there for I so was long. gonna say yeah. you listen to, to China you, there, I knew every kid I knew was a complete dirtbag who all of a sudden's like a vice president of some company just because they're the one American guy there it is like, it, you must know you went to college in America you like, get it I yeah, went to like, like San Diego State or whatever I remember I talked about uh, like how I went to China <laughs> I went to San Diego <laughs> I, I remember I went, going on stage in China I was like I just was like I would say like uh, 
China felt like America without Jews. Yeah. And they were like, ooh, Jewish. <laughs> like, as if, like as, as, as if like the most like, oh, this is a different brand of American that we've never seen. You know, like all of a sudden you're like, you know. We've heard about them. Yeah, we've heard of these. Tell us about your Jewish ways. You know, so. Oh, I wanted to ask this too. What about the, uh, what, one thing I actually, I initially when I was early in comedy, it annoyed me, but now I've grown to love it. Seeing Whenever anywhere on the road, seeing people do jokes about like local jokes, not you, not a visitor, sure. but like the local ex. Well, yeah, there, there was. That's the like, one thing. Oh, whenever, Birmingham. Well, that's why his shoes aren't tied. Well, that's exactly. Whatever, you, know? you you see that. It's you know what's interesting is like you notice the things that you do in America via like you know now you're stepping out of your own shoes so you're like watching someone do the local joke and they're like that's an Essex chick and everyone's yeah. like goes crazy without explaining what that means y- yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. just Essex chick yeah. no yeah just like and everyone's like oh yeah everyone's on the same page and you're the only one I remember that happened to me early in comedy I opened for a guy who did like uh, Orthodox temples. <laughs> so he'd do like Jewish Orthodox temples and then he brought me to like open for him. Yeah. And then I would bomb and I'm like, you weren't Jewish enough. I, well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> he did jokes that were like so Jewish. jokes. I didn't even get it. Yeah. Like he, he's like, <laughs> I, got, like I was like, I remember he did one joke where it was like, I got to go pack. I didn't, I, I went to Israel. I didn't realize I'd have to pack for Israel. I, and I was like, everyone just dies. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> and, I, okay. and I asked him later, he's like, yeah, well, when you go to Israel and you know people there, they ask you to bring up bunch of shit with you oh. and i'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> like i remember the first time i went to la to do comedy in la yeah. i had never i didn't know one single thing about an armenian yeah it had yeah, never yeah, even yeah. entered my brain that that was a I hope he didn't leave version with genocide of person <laughs> no no i didn't do any armenian jokes <laughs> okay. but i learned every single story you could learn because i was at uh, in north hollywood wherever that sure. called, was the haha i think yeah and every comedian was just destroying with like oh it's an armenian oh look at his his arms are hairy yeah, or whatever it was yeah, the- and it made me realize i was like oh i'm such a hack i'm doing all these same things in china i was like two years into comedy of course you know? i mean you see that with like certain comics that have like a certain following you yeah. know, like it, even if it, it doesn't have to be out of the country, you can be like at like, like go to a Maz Jabroni show. Yeah. Like, you know, like his audience is like very, they're all familial to Specific. each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can say things that you're like, I don't know. And so it's like, it's got to be hard to be that guy like him where he's like a famous working comic, very good comic. A very good comic. And like, you have to be so self-aware that like, okay, when the audience is this, like, it's almost like you have to have two acts. You have to have the people do that. Right. Uh, absolutely. I'm yeah, sure yeah. he does. I'm sure Maz does where it's like, okay, when I'm doing my headlining show, I do this. When I go to Montreal to do like a, a set within sets, I can't, I have to reference who I am, but I can't really get into the weeds on it. Yeah. You know? It's so. one act. You just sit, you just kind of have forever to make money. You're like, anytime yeah. I do this, I'll just do that. And then meanwhile, I'll be writing my hour this, that I can turn over every couple of years. I mean, when I was in London, here. the whole thing, I just kept like sifting through jokes being like, okay, you go. And I think what happens is when I was in London, the one thing that I kept coming back to is like, I would slow up on my jokes because I'm like, will this next word be something that they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about? And the, in the first night, I kept going, like, I would make a joke into it. I'd be like, you guys have mosquitoes here? Like, I, like I didn't know. <laughs> and then and you guys got mosquitoes. And then they would, like, laugh at that. And then Michelle, she came on stage. She was like, give it up for Jared. He's doing his new hour call. Do you have this here? Because, uh, like, it became, like, the running, you know, bit throughout the Did you the find set. anything that it, they didn't get? 
They definitely Bethany Frankel is not as famous not there as she is here. Um, I don't know who that is. What kind of world she's is on that? The Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of horrible she's world? The created she's skinny girl. She margarita. checks you in at the skinny. Standard Hotel. <laughs> no, she wouldn't be seen the there. Skinny Come girl on. margarita. That's good to know. Is she Jersey Short? She's on uh, Housewives in New she York. She was one of the original oh, okay. ones. Like, she's the original. She's been, one. Yeah, I ah, heard. okay. My wife would know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Should we, uh, well, first of all, your dates, we came out earlier, but thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, August 22nd, 24th Sacramento punchline. That's where I'll be. If you guys can come out, I'll be ranting much like this, but in a different way. A lot of Bethany Frankel jokes. Uh, there'll be at they least one. They have mosquitoes one. in Sacramento. They have mosquitoes there. Uh, oh, it's, it's mosquito season. You kidding mosquito me? Mosquito season. Okay, good. <laughs> You're right by the Sacramento River. Today. I can't oh, wait. They come I, right yeah. off the you, river. You gotta tell the you, American. Excuse Jews. The American. Pack, he'll pack bug spray. I'll tell you. It's if there are Jews yeah. there, come on out. Yeah. Come on out. Last time you were there, I yeah, happened to were, be there, so I hosted. And then afterwards, we went to this part. We, you were like, uh, "Hey, everybody, we need. Let's pick a bar, and we'll all yeah. meet there in Midtown Sacramento, which is like a ten-minute drive away." Midtown. It was. Uh, it's like the cool hip part of the city. It was city fun. Now. Yeah, it was a blast. It was also like you walked in, and everybody. It was. A, it was the closest I've ever felt to like a like a celebrity comic. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it was weird because I'm from that city, and I didn't know. I. It ended up like a couple of the kids I went to high school with. Yeah. But beyond that, I was like, all these people know who you are and who I am by default. By this show yeah but i didn't know any of them previously but i'm from here and now they're like and you're probably like oh you went to high school where i went to this yeah, and yeah like, you it have was this, all like, that familiar thing and it was yeah. the height of sacramento because it was the first time in 13 years the kings were in the playoff race mm. and uh ladybird had just come out oh, so P- what year is that 2008 <laughs> it was the, it was our year. golden era we're gonna be making documentaries <laughs> about that year everything's years. happening the, the year the kings almost made the playoffs <laughs> yeah. and we had a movie that showed <laughs> lady <laughs> the ladybird years the lady, yeah. and then it's all downhill jailbirds is our next show <laughs> which was like about the Sacramento prison oh about boy. female prisoners on Netflix it's a real disaster well so. I'm gonna be at the female prison all weekend that's um, where the after party that's where is. the after party is gonna yeah, be yeah. plant the seeds uh, out no I'm excited to go back I, I, I like Sacramento I, I'm pumped to do like a weekend there but like it's uh that Midtown area was cool. I I, I remember that's enjoying that's where the clubs that. should be that's you there is a thing where like I I do think like you know, we're talking about the hotel, the standard, and how kind of like the changing nature of like, I call these areas millennial comforters because like they're just comfortable. Yeah. I know I feel good in these certain areas. Right. It's like a so, downtown area that's not actually dangerous in it, any way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and like, like artisanal That's it. That's pubs exactly. And, yeah. You just described Midtown <laughs> without ever being there. A house that was, <laughs> that used to be a house that's now a bar. Like, yes. And it's like, you want to feel like you're not at a chain place, but you want the place to be really good business. Like yes. outlets under the bar. Like there's just these like sensors, and I know when I'm be. I don't mind being sold. Like I know when I'm being sold. Yeah. I just don't want the, the. There's a thin line. Like having the call your fucking yeah, representative is right <laughs> over that that's line. Over the line. Yeah, can, I get yeah, yeah. A, can I get a plastic straw in Midtown? Or those are gone by now. <laughs> no, I guarantee those are gone. Oh, yeah, that's gone. It's also. It used I'll be to, bringing all my plastic straws to Midtown. Yeah, bring, yeah. I'll be so, dealing them. Anyway, like, the punchlines. Uh, it's a great club. It's it's the main club in Sacramento. Yeah, everybody go there. That's it. Uh, Jared. You want to stick around for the news? Let's do some news. All, all right, right. play the music. music. All right, 
right, we're back. First news story of the week comes to us from Fox News, Kaplan. All right. People turned off already. It's like they don't yeah. want to hear the joke. They don't want to hear the fun. No, not our, not our they put audience. Playgrounds in the camps at the border. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like the Fox News. Story. That's a good idea. No, they, dropped off, idea. they dropped off 1984 copies. <laughs> at the, uh, They're all learning the to read at the border. <laughs> Argentina's women's basketball team forfeit game after wearing the wrong jersey. Oh, wow. This is a very Kaplan This is the Kaplan Team of the Year award. This is, I feel like this is daily life in your world. Very lost in America, lost in Pan America. Yeah, wearing the wrong jersey. It's also, they wore, uh, this is in in the Pan American games. They literally had to forfeit the game. The the referees gave them 15 minutes to go find their right jerseys. What what were their jerseys? What what, (laughs) What did they wear? Yeah, what what were they wearing that was so wrong they couldn't play the game? It came out in shake of hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Were they wearing uh, skins? Like, what were they? <laughs> no, they were wearing light blue, and the other team was wearing dark blue, and the referees said that they wouldn't be able to tell oh, them apart. Oh, they were wearing, like, their home jersey instead of their jersey. And they should have worn white. This is, like, one of those, like, I, like DMV rules. Like, I have this, so I live in a building now um, where I, like, have nothing but issues. Yeah. And every time you try to get something done in the building, you'll, they'll, like, like a guy will come with tools to do something in my apartment, and they'll go... Oh, he's wearing sneakers? <laughs> I guess you got to start over. Like, it's always the one little tiny thing. And this kind of reminds, and I call them DMV rules because it's like you get to the front of the line and they're like, oh, nope. you didn't put your middle initial. Yes. Come back in three months. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's like this It's kind of reminds me. We open that. at eight, get here at 630. Yeah. There's a line. And you, you didn't, oh, you didn't, oh, you didn't say hello to the security guard. Well, that means you got to wait six months because yeah. you can't drive. It's, uh, so they literally lost out. They they could have gone like into a could metal they, game. They should let them try to play the game. And if the other team threw the ball to them by mistake, as long as they agreed, you don't do that thing <laughs> in basketball when you're like the colors or something. You say I'm, I'm open, I'm open when you're yeah. on the other team. And you no doing them. that. No doing that. Just be a good sport because I'm in a hipster basketball league in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. And I, we played. I'm the team maroon, and we played this team red a few weeks ago. And yeah. they <laughs> ordered like it's like the exact shade of red. These two jerseys. Okay. So it was like a full game of like we're all wearing the same shirt. Closer to this, I'm sure. And we made it work. But just going inside sport. out. We didn't make them forfeit. But this is... We, this we is made like their guys of, go skins, actually. This They're, is uh, like someone on the other team was like, oh, shit, they didn't wear the right jerseys. We're, we won. Cha-ching, yeah. cha-ching. Yeah, exactly. fucking who, play. who do they yeah. play? I, I smell a metal. I mean, Argentina's yeah, yeah, yeah. probably pretty good, so who are they playing? It was probably yeah, like... Uh, I don't know. Who Argentina's got, got good basketball. Yeah, Manu Ginobili's daughter was on the team yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the president... I mean, the, the president of the the uh, the country's like Women's Basketball Association yeah. uh, resigned. Oh, my God. Well, that is <laughs> that is a clerical issue. Like, I, I mean, if anyone yeah. should resign... It's not like... Like he like he was they like didn't play well like and they Karina Rodriguez she's yeah out. I want I like I'd be like you know the the equipment person's taking gone. responsibility is something I don't know if that would happen here so do you do you know there is a Pan American Games like I feel like I this has that was like, no no that was like the we're 70s. in it right the like old, America's in it no we're, we're in it the yep. only reason I knew about it is there's protests going on and they talked about it on. Pardon the interruption last night. Oh, okay. And they literally said at the end of it that like they they were discussing like because some people took a knee during the American uh, national anthem and like you know and they're like they have to get they're gonna punish these people. So like the discussion is should they be punished? And they're like yes they should be punished, but also like a slap on the wrist. And and then they were like and then they came to the end. They're like well the only problem is no one knows how to find this on TV. No one's watched this. No one would have known unless if they wouldn't have talked about it on Pardon the Interruption. I was watching the actually the day after I was at the Standard Hotel. I was at brunch and I, I was on a TV. There was a soccer women's soccer game. And there was a giant stadium, 
and there was, I, I was gonna, I was thinking of our argument about pay gap. Yeah, sure. There was nobody in the stadium. I took a picture of the screen. It was hilarious. <laughs> there was like less people. There's as many people as like a high school it was a deep fake. at a really high, low high school game. Yeah. But then I thought I didn't want to post it to try to prove anything about women's soccer because I was like, it's the Pan American News. I don't think anyone's watching any of it. Like, yeah, I don't think. Two, I, think I don't think things, that's a female thing. Yeah, it wasn't I, like I, a female. So I think it's like just no, like no one's watching that fencing thing. Well, or it, it makes you yeah. wonder, like you know, when you see all these like post. You know, they show the Olympic cities at, like a year after everyone's been there. And oh, like, they're a wasteland. It's a wasteland. And you're like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, wh- why are we keeping, like, it, it, we're in this period of time right now where we're doing certain things because we've always yeah, done Yeah, we them. have enough sports now. We don't need to. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch, you know, I'm going to, I want a second football league. I don't want. Yeah, exactly. Know, like, I don't, yeah. Well, the two things that like every, I'm shocked it still exists, which I found it recently too, is the Pan American Games. I thought that went out in the 80s and the World's Fair. Still exists. There's still a fair. Yeah, they do a World's Fair like every year. The only reason I know this is because when I was in Shanghai, they had one in 2010 there. And, and it yeah, that was the thing cities. before the internet and stuff. Yeah, that was like, so it, it might not. Be, it maybe it's every four years or something. But yeah, it switches cities. They invent like new inventions come out. <laughs> People bring oh, their wow. apps. Like what do they yeah, bring? Yeah, it's I don't know, like BMW has a new car and stuff like that. Every it's, country has a pavilion. It's like a county fair, but instead to, of oh, like your town, it's every country. Like you can go get Argentinian food. Let's go to the next one. Let's look that up. Brazilian barbecue, whatever. That's quite a Life bachelor pod. party location. <laughs> yeah. We're going to the World's, World's fair. fair. Oh, and you can drink at them. The, the most recent World's Fair was 2017 in Kazakhstan. Oh, really? I told you. <laughs> well, Kazakhstan. That's, is the greatest be. that's a sad bachelor party. Next story of the week Would comes to Would you like us. another lap dance? <laughs> I actually went to the Kazakhstan uh, tent when I was in. Uh, a tent. Really? That sounds racist. But <laughs> no, at the, uh, is the that a strip club thing? A tent? In, Shang- oh, no. in Shanghai. The Kazakhstan, like, pavilion. That's oh, what it's pavilion. called. And, uh, dude, they had Kazakhstani juice. I'm not, I'm not joking you. It was like water and sugar. Oh, juice. Yeah. I they said juice. I was like, <laughs> they didn't have those. Uh, <laughs> water and sugar and sand were like the ingredients. Sand? I'm not joking oh, my God. you. Protein. Yeah, I don't. I'm, they like it. Next story, they, they like it. Have your juice. <laughs> Next story comes to us from the New York Times. We're going all the way from Fox News to the yeah, New York Times. Right. This, this is the, the podcast of the Alt Middle. So yeah, that's okay. Perfect. We go all over the place. Vi, you're gonna have an opinion. This is gonna be the, the the border kids are murdered. You know, like, <laughs> like go to the other side. Vodka from Chernobyl <laughs> is perfectly safe, says the scientist who made it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, scientists. Says the scientist who made <laughs> it. That's He's not even hiding line. their all their. Guys, I swear, <laughs> try it. It'll get you fucked up. People just watched an entire miniseries yeah. about how there was everybody was telling them the wrong thing. No, here's little, the best part, though. Little Chernobyl juice. <laughs> Scientists from Britain and the Ukraine set out to show that, that safe agriculture is feasible in some of, the, some of the abandoned areas around Chernobyl, and they plan to make more of the artisanal spirit as a venture to support the local See, community. This is, oh, it's <laughs> organic. It's Midtown, yeah. Midtown Sacramento's going to be serving this. Exactly. This Chernobyl vodka. We don't don't have to revitalize everywhere. <laughs> we can leave some places to be done. Chernobyl with. and Detroit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's done. It's over. We're yeah. moving on. It's a sh- giant go- world. Yeah, Russia's massive. We don't. Nashville get- is beautiful. Okay, <laughs> let's do Nashville. We don't have to. We don't have to fucking make hipster Chernobyl. Uh, the warehouse district in Chernobyl is awesome. <laughs> the bands are great. <laughs> They're already doing coffee shops. I swear, the coffee shops in Chernobyl. The third uh-huh. ring road around Houston is like, a standard. A standard hotel is opening up at Chernobyl next yeah. week. <laughs> we got to start with, you can make vodka, 
vodka and milk are being made out of anything now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just down in Mexico when I was near Tulum. They do like cenote vodka, which actually is good because that's oh, like crystal clear water. And it's good for you. Water. It's not a uh, green. Exactly. I could drink it. I swear to God, but they it, could explain any of these things and make it sound like so good for you. East like, River Vodka. Like, yeah, East, like, East River it's, Vodka. It's, Let's it's, do it. No, we, we take, no, the East River has the best minerals. For yeah, the vodka to made, be made, with, like, made with real mob members. Would you, you, you would drink the, East River over drinking Chernobyl water? Sure. <laughs> I went to. Would. We were in Portland, Maine, and Portland, Maine is like the kind of like the center of like uh, creating alcohol. Like they have all these breweries, they have all these like uh, distilleries. Like, and we went into one place, and it was a mead. Uh, mead, yeah, that's a new a thing. mead maker. Yeah, it's, it's honey. They take honey and they turn, and they're like, "This is the first." And the way they explained it, you're like, "Man, I get it now." Like, I, I, they're like, "We make it out of the honey, and we're saving the bees, and you know, it's better than wine for this reason. It's low on the glycemic index. It's like, and it's, and you're like, well, and then I asked the guy, I was like, "Have you had an uptick because of the Bud Light <laughs> campaign?" Like, my dumb question was like. I saw it on a Bud Light. You ever see the Bud Light? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. He, the Bud Light commercial is the is he's the king. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he goes, and then someone they're making fun of like hipsters that want like a craft beer, and there's a guy at the king's party who's like, "Do you have any nice mead?" Oh yeah, yeah. And then I was like, "That's how I know mead." Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, "Yeah, well, actually, now that you mention yeah, it, all we press have. is good press. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's like a, been a big deal for them. That's if what you, I brought you last year. That's the, the Vladi stuff. That was mead." Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> this beer is still in my fridge. Oh, I was going to bring it more to me because for some reason he got beer with Vladi Divac on it. Yeah, okay. It's a, a pumpkin flavored mead. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They can make and it gluten in a, free. A flavor. I mean, it's gluten free. They make yeah. it in a flavor. They had like blueberry mead. It was good. I, I liked it, but it was like, I don't know. I, I Everything like it's this. I don't know. I don't understand. Like, it's like I missed childhood. Like, I don't know. Everyone my age was just into this shit. You know, nostalgic. Yeah. I think that, world that I'm a couple years too old. Everyone's like, I want to be a blacksmith. But also I was gone. <laughs> it all happened <laughs> when I was gone. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For t- 12, that 12 years I was gone, it changed. It's, it's right. like the financial crash happened and everyone's like, I got to be a cobbler. Yeah, like, yes. like, like it's, it's, I gotta go back to my roots. Yes, we had, a guest that didn't a few, exist. we had a guest a few years ago, a few weeks ago, who became a hip uh, farmer. He, a hip was farmer. he was in the CIA basically, and he's oh yeah, he, was in, he left the CIA to go farm hemp in upstate <laughs> this, New York. This is the thing; yeah. everyone has this story yeah. around a certain age. Like I, I follow this one girl, and she's a butcher, and she's like, "I just had to be a butcher," and you're like. <laughs> Really? You yeah. had to Explain be? it to like our grandparents too. Like yeah. my grandparents had a fish market and they'd be like appalled. Like if I opened I'll up do, a fish market, yeah. they would be like they'd rolling over all I'd the I'd do and... anything for you to be a coder. Yeah. And like, I'll put you through college. <laughs> I, I work the fish market yeah. just so yeah. you could be a lawyer. And, and now everyone's like, like, opening up white fish this. And that, that, yeah. Yeah. I'm it's opening up the new Russ and Daughters. Yeah, exactly. you know, like, all right, last story of the week comes to us from, oh, the New York Post. We're hitting all We're the going top back. ones. <laughs> all the best. Enough intellectual. Yeah. Spike Seltzer oh. is the official oh, cocktail of summer theme. 2019. This is a beverage it is Spike knew, This is for you This is very much me and my wheelhouse. Yeah. The Spike Seltzer game is fantastic. White Claw crushing it. That's the, what they're talking about. Yeah, White Claw is the big one. It's up um, 169% in sales over 2008. So what well, did you do last is, year? Like this, one? Is, this is crushing. Beer yeah. is yeah. going away. 
Like we, no one drinks beer. No one's like, like it's all craft. It's all seasonal. Yeah. It's all from a brewery. Like, like Bud Light's getting killed. Bud Light's got to That's why they did that. They got to improve that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Coors Light commercial they did recently to try and connect with people? No. He, watches, he watches all the beer commercials. Yeah. I watch them all. No, there's one, there's a Coors Light commercial now where a young woman, like a beautiful young woman gets home. She goes in the fridge, cracks open a Coors Light and then takes her bra off from under her oh, shirt. Old school. And, and we're supposed to be like, you get it, Coors Light. That's, uh, that's my official, childhood. The, the that's beer. Kaplan. That's how you hit Kaplan. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm going to buy some Coors Light. 40 year old to 50 year olds. It's just all like, that's girls. our wheelhouse. <laughs> we'll just, buy it. But it's just like so funny. It's like, oh, we like, as if like, we know how hard your day is. Yeah. Take off that bra. Have a Coors Light. It's like, what are, like, what do we do? Yeah. So it's like, White Claw, so, like, it's the combination of getting fucked up with not getting fat. But in my head, and I know I missed a decade, but if you drank hard alcohol out of a can, it's like you skip the bar to go straight to the paddy wagon. Well, (laughs) it's like real criminal white trash. (laughs) Well, it started with ice bros icing bros. I was gone for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one where everyone was like, it was a big joke. And then people were like, well, these are <laughs> pretty tasty, no, Zima's actually. What's I was in at my a party that Zima, I, people yeah. were shotgunning Shmirnov Ice, and I thought that was bizarre. I didn't realize that was a, yeah, I missed this whole generation. Bros yeah. icing bros, yeah, yeah. and then it got, and then it, we were like, oh, well, these ices are pretty good. So that kind of like trickled off, but it stuck around like summertime. It was the gateway. Somebody was like, oh, shit. People will drink this and enjoy it. Mm. How do I make it a hundred calories so I've out undercaloried the beer, yeah. undercarb the beer, and then just give you what you want, which is to get fucked up and have a refreshing drink. Like, there's <laughs> no like and there, we've we've lost the whole idea of like be a man, drink the shot, don't make a face. Yeah, okay. like that's gone. The shame of drinking something. I drink rosé all the time. You know how many? I, <laughs> oh my god! What is going on in the world? I drink rosé and people are like rosé and I'm like yeah dude and then it, there's a moment where like guys will want to make fun of it and they by the end of it they're having a rosé with me too so if there's a drink <laughs> yeah. that sounds really good but it's pink I can order this now and not yeah. be laughed at you're in you're in like, what's going on shame is gone shame is gone so that's, that's why true. certain good oh. things are coming so out of it so it extends to alcohol as well absolutely oh, white claw got it. is the is is here because so it, shame is, is it good so it's seltzer delicious it's, it is it yeah. tastes like seltzer because I like seltzer as a Jew and all but it tastes it's, like a alcohol in it here's what it is it's a vodka soda with a flavored seltzer you know, okay. like, so it's like, it's basically if you took like, you know, uh, like a LaCroix and mixed it with vodka and you mix so it that and they is mix true. it well. The shame thing is true. Cause I remember I, I knew a kid, uh, five years ago, we call I mean, still to this day, we call him vodka James Yeah, making fun of him because he used to drink vodka seltzers, like vodka, vodka there soda water, ten, five, 10 years ago today. I have to drink it cause it's the only alcohol, alcohol I can still drink. Cause I got back issues, This is but it. not a single person has shamed me no. and I feel odd about it. I feel you like I go, deserve it. You should it. try this seltzer. It could be good for your back. Maybe that's true. This is all they serve at the standard. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sit around your I, fake no, pool. But I'm saying, like, these vodka, like, the the seltzer, even Natty Light just came out with a seltzer. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Is, is there a Milwaukee's best seltzer yet? I give that, up. The Natty Light one looks good. Like, you're looking at the bag, you're like, mouth So, so at college, they don't have kegs anymore. They're just like, sitting there drinking these. Like, I'm telling you what, you can get a variety pack of White Claw, and it's like, you see that box, and you're like, 
we're ready to party. Like you, <laughs> oh, you know, I it's going to be a fun night. I saw the other night at a concert. I didn't know. Okay, I'm going to try. They better be sponsoring your Sacramento, California show. I, listen, August 22nd. I'll be, <laughs> thank you. I, I, I like, and the kids, I'll be drinking plenty of White Claws in Sac, in Sac Town. <laughs> my right. kids find seltzer disgusting, so it's good. I'll keep them from drinking. Fantastic. To drink everyone's doing. So that is go. it, guys. That's wow, the podcast. Everybody stick around for the wrap-up show. Me, Cap, and It'll be coming out in a couple days. We've got to find out who producer Matt is on the wrap-up show. That's it, everybody. Jared, thanks for Thank doing you it. Thank you for yeah, having me. Great. Such a pleasure. Cap, what should we do? Let's get lost.